0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: It's the Dork, dork, dork Podcast. Dork. It's, dork. it's the Dork, dork. Podcast. with Rich Keith. It's the Dork, dork. Podcast. Hashtag, it's the, the hashtag, hashtag Dork, dork
2: podcast. podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keith. Join this week not... By Ryan Davey, but by Goo from the Mac and Goo podcast. Goo, how are you? Da- uh, Keith, sorry, I yes. thought you were Davey for no, some I know, it, it happens all the time. <laughs> Keith, my eyes are just aglow in this multi million dollar studio that you have here. The Dork Studios have less Funko Pops, I would say, than the Mac and Goo Less than the Mac and Goo but functionality wise. Yeah, yeah. We have a couple Beautiful. of microphones. Actually, you have more microphones than we do. <laughs> That's actually how it goes, than the WEEI Podcast Studios have what is this three mics three microphones three mics how many do you have six uh we have the capability of 14 (laughs) well that'd be a nice time i think i think we'd all really enjoy that i don't know if we have that many people associated with us in the you love shared universe shared universe or listeners No, definitely not. No, Just any listener, come on by the Gudeo, and we'll figure something out. We'll have a grand old time. Are you excited for what should be a packed program today? This is a jam-packed program, and I generally don't do this much show prep. There's a lot of prep. Well, I I found myself, it's hit or miss. Here's a little peek behind the curtain. It's hit or miss. I usually have an outline, I, I send it to Davey, so I don't want to blindside him with too much. Sometimes it's like five bullet points. Other times it's like two pages of stuff. It depends on how we're feeling. And so I thought with this movie... There happen to be a lot of different things to get to, uh, and everybody is seeing it, too, by the way. Now, what movie are you speaking of? The movie, Brian, It. Who's Brian? Is that too much? Oh, sorry. Is that a big Uh reveal? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I've said too much. It. Now, let me ask you this right out of the gate. Now, people uh, listening to this will already know the answer, but when I go to title the episode, capital I, capital T, capital I, lowercase t. Capital I lowercase t is what we went with. I I feel better with that. That looks better because when I see capital I, capital T, which you see in a lot of places, I think IT. I think of the IT crowd. Yes. I think of maybe Isaiah Thomas even. I don't, Isaiah I, Thomas, I, yeah. Yeah, so it, I'm going to go lowercase t. We also went with Stephen King's it, but technically Ooh, this, like that. this really isn't Stephen King's no. adaptation. No, no he is, likes it and he's taking all the credit for it now yeah. that it's a good one, but we're not. All right, let, well, let's save it. Let's save. Go read my second book. <laughs> pun intended, let's save It here and let's get to all the news of the week. Here we go. This is relatively breaking news. By the time we're recording this, as Star Wars Episode Nine has a new director, a new old director, as it were, Colin Trevorrow, or whatever the hell you say it. He's out. Apparently, from doing some uh, digging, he's an asshole. He's the guy who directed Jurassic World Mm -hmm. and was all set to do. Star Wars Episode 7, and then a few days ago came out that he is off the project. Apparently he's a real prick. I guess he really likes to S his own D after Jurassic World made a lot of money. Even though, let's be honest, Goo, you got dinosaurs, you're going to make money. Yeah. And so he thought it was all him, and he was very difficult to work with. So he is out, J.J. Abrams in, he's going to write and direct the movie. So, the best part about that is that he is writing and directing. So, yes. he's going to have the clear vision of what's going to happen in this movie. And that's what's the most exciting part of this news. And he was, because episode seven was good. Yeah. Good to very good. I don't know if it was great, but it was very, let's say it's very good. And it was so, very enjoyable. It was enjoyable. Yes. Yeah. It was enjoyable. And so, he did that. I believe he's going to be one of the producers on The Last Jedi. Yeah. And now he's back in. He's balls deep into episode nine. Does not have a title yet, but that is. Great news. Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Taken. They can't <laughs> do it. Okay, Copyright would be a whole problem. So that's good news. Other movie news. Well, also with that movie, oh, ooh, ooh. it got pushed back to December. As opposed to the summer release, it got pushed back to, I believe, December 20th of whatever year it's coming out. Uh, it must be 19.
1: Yes. Right? Because Last Jedi is the yeah. end of this year. Yeah. So I
2: think they're going every other year, and there'll be something else next year. Which, Star Wars-wise... I kind of prefer that that's like a nice little treat at the end of the year because you get all your summer blockbusters and then you have that little lull period, but then you have you get to look forward to a Star Wars movie at the end of the year, basically every year now. It's a Christmas present to you. It really is or I mean if, if that's not your thing, it can be a a uh, a hanukkah gift a whatever whatever it might be. Other movie news here good, and I know you're somebody that will go out there and you'll you'll see movies on opening night. you'll buy uh, movie tickets in advance. Mm-hmm. I saw that Thor Ragnarok tickets are already available. This thing comes out in November. I believe they were available last Thursday. Maybe have and you bought your tickets yet? I have. Yes. What the fuck? Yes. I, well, I have very specific seats that I like to sit in. Are it you a middle back, left right back row? Back row. The complete back row. That's psychopath. Two, stuff. two middle seats. Back row. Back row. Full screen. Don't have to turn my head at all. Now, is it one of those theaters that has so much uh, room that there's really only like eight rows? Or is there like a significant amount of rows? Because I feel like that's all the way back is not for me. It's a pretty big theater. Yeah. Yeah. I can't sit in the front. That's really my only limit. And I, I usually wait maybe a week before the movie comes out. And then based off of where I can sit, I sort of pick my movie time. Yeah, I can't sit in the front. And actually, when I was looking for tickets to it. If I couldn't find tickets not in the front, I wasn't going to go. It was brutal. I And now, I bought tickets night of or day. I think I went this past Saturday night, and then it was around Saturday early afternoon. Uh, my wife, better known as my wife. My she wife. She said she wanted to see it. And I was like, okay, great. And then so I looked it up, and a bunch of them were either sold out or only front rows or, like, scattered. I'm like, do you want yeah. to not – I'm like, well, I, I'm terrified of clowns. So I need to sit next to you more than you need to sit next to me. Yeah. And so – yeah, I was surprised. Do you think Thor Ragnarok's going to be like sold out all weekend? No, cuz yeah. it's it's also it's an early November movie. I don't quite know how those kind of sell. I don't think great. No, cuz even thinking back to Doctor Strange cuz that was roughly around that same time. Right. It was get it was really tough getting tickets in IMAX 3D because right, that's kind of what everyone was, knew. Right. But I got opening night seats on that Thursday night. Oh, did you really? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, because I thought that I ordered tickets, and I accidentally didn't order tickets. Oh. And then at Assembly Row, they're like, these aren't real tickets. And I'm like, oh, no. These are counterfeit. <laughs> and you were now under arrest. Then. So Thor Ragnarok, is going to be uh, in front row center? Or no, back row center. Excuse back me. row center. Uh, NBA 2K18 is the updated cover. They uh, gave you a quick look now of Kyrie Irving in a Celtics uniform. That's good news. Probably could have saved that for the video game minute. I chose not to. I chose not to. Are you a, You're not really a video game guy, are you? I keep on trying to get back into it, but then I stop for a while, and then I don't know if I can pick it back up. It is one of those things. It's not like riding a bike. Yeah, I did get the show. I enjoyed the show. That show's good. But then once I hit a point of not being able to hit in the major leagues, I just kind of stopped playing. Yeah, understandable. I might go with NHL over NBA, but I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. I, video game-wise, I like hockey more than basketball, even though basketball I like far more in real yeah. life than hockey. Online-wise, too, NHL, that's a far it's good. Yeah, superior It's, it's real good. Yeah. Uh, a couple of Netflix shows, BoJack Horseman Season 4 is available now. I am probably four episodes in. Are you a big BoJack fan? So, Keith, I'm glad that you asked. Oh, good. The last time that I was on Hashtag Dork, I believe it was the Gooicide Squad episode. Yes, it was well, a great film. Yeah, yes. I'd like to maybe change my score of that movie. <laughs> I grade should, very high. I'm trying to. There's a a new Rich Keith this year yeah. where we don't just grade everything super high anymore. You should have an episode where you get to go back and retcon or days of future past everything. Yes, we, um, we could use that. But in that episode, my pick of the podcast was Bojack Horseman season three. There it is. Wow. But it's all coming together. Yes, but that was with like five episodes left in season three, and to be quite honest, I think I watched the rest of that season, but I have oh, no. no idea what the f happened in it. And at this point, right now, I'm I'm in no rush to watch season four. I loved season one, loved season two, and then at some point in season three, I came to the point where I didn't really care that much. Isn't that also a Netflix problem where you shotgun all these episodes, yeah. and then so I have no idea which individual episode I liked the most. The one BoJack Horseman episode that stands out amongst all the others is the one where he was like underwater and didn't speak he doesn't the talk the entire at all. time. Yes. Like that one's obviously memorable. And so I'm watching the first four episodes of this, and I. Again, this is a show that I would say is good. It's not great. But it's like it's funny, but it's also sneaky depressing. It's one of those it, there's a, it's kind of heavy at times. Yeah, and one of the best things about this show too is that the voiceover acting is phenomenal. Oh, Will, Will Arnett, Allison awesome. Brie, Paul F. Tompkins, Amy Sedaris, they're all really really they, good in that show. They do they do a great job. But I, as I'm watching the first handful of episodes, I'm like, I don't they're talking about characters and things that happened the season before. And I'm like, I don't remember any of this. I'm like, this no, is- the, the last five episodes where I think BoJack is on a bender, I can't think of ba- I can't think of any part of those episodes. No, they, uh, no. Maybe that's what they intended. Maybe oh. that's kind like of Bo- like BoJack. You don't remember last season. <laughs> that's it. Black Mirror Season 4 comes out this December. This is one of those shows that I just don't get now maybe i need to give it more episodes season one was only three episodes and i watched all of it and i hated it like Mm -hmm. i legit hated it i I was mad watching it and i just didn't understand it davy watched some of i believe season three didn't hate it as much as i did but wasn't like yeah this is great but people love this show we've gotten requests to do full black mirror episodes i'm like it'd be terrible because i would just crap on it the whole time do you watch this at all? I do not. It's weird. It's a, it's a, it's weird. It's one of those that's like, supposed to be weird, but it's really smart and I don't know. I I would punt on it. I wouldn't go near there. Uh Preacher season 2 is in the books by the time this episode airs. Uh I've not seen the last couple episodes. However, this has been a really good season. This has been better than season 1. So I like Preacher. Anything on Preacher? Nope. Good. Uh The Deuce premiered on this past Sunday on HBO. And usually if a show is on HBO Sunday at 9, you probably didn't need to give it a go. You need to give it a shot at the very least. This is about the, uh, maybe the oldest trade in the game: that sacks. The skin trade. Oh, yeah. No, flesh. I don't think it meant sacks. Whores. Oh, no, whores. We're talking about whores. you ever whores. visited a whore goo? Here? I have uh, not visited a whore, no. <laughs> so but I have, I've heard that Maggie Gyllenhaal is quite stunning in this. I'm not a huge fan of Maggie Gyllenhaal. I don't know much that are. And I know that it comes across as vain. But I've said it before on the podcast, I don't love her face. You no. also see uh, both of her breasts in episode one. Not just one at a time? No, they're all... both there. Okay. And Not to be crass, but it, I, it, it, her, not for me. Looks like bags of sand. You also see, <laughs> wait a minute, you've seen a boob though, right? <laughs> the, it, it, it just, the show, James Franco's in it, he plays like twins yeah. that have like the same haircut and they both have a mustache and you're like, all right. I guess I guess some twins look exactly the same age when they're forty, but I feel like some of them might take a different. Maybe hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna have different facial hair than my identical twin. But anyway, so they're yeah. they're in there. I'm gonna give it another go. It was a ninety minute pilot, and it was it was okay. And I guess I want to sort of see where it goes. You got pimps in there now. David Simon is one of the executive producers. He of course did The Wire, so another reason why I'm like oh, I should probably give it a go. You've a couple decent shots of penis. In the first episode, which is not for everybody. No. And unfortunately, uh, no full penny. I'll say, which is something I'm trying to bring to the to the podcast. When we're talking penis, are we talking flaccid? Or are we talking fully erect? Uh hard dicks. Hard dicks. Yeah. Flagging erections. One correct. <laughs> One guy was in the middle of a sexual act in a phone booth, and uh somebody this spoilers for the deuce. Somebody was walking down the street, recognized the prostitute, said, hey, how you doing? She removed herself for a moment from Mm -hmm. the gentleman to say hello and then went back to work. But you got to see every like you saw everything. It's like stick handling in hockey. It's very similar to this. And so instead of a phone booth. So I don't know about the deuce. Uh, Good news. Great news. In fact, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, who are uh, who brought Preacher to AMC, they are set to develop The Boys for Amazon which i am pumped about because Amazon or uh, the Boys on our episode we did with Davey and Uncle Buck about comic book movies and or or tv shows and ones that we would like to see be made The Boys is one of them a Garth Ennis project so i i am in on that and last bit of news here Mother or Mother, Mother! comes out this week it is a darren aronofsky film so you know yeah. it's gonna be real weird jennifer lawrence uh, javier bardem michelle pfeiffer and others it looks insane are you gonna see it so and i think this might be its problem is that it made me realize something that i've always kind of knew is that when i'm watching a horror movie or something that, that might spook me yes i prefer to watch it at home yeah, in the theater, because you never know. Like, if somebody, I was waiting for the guy next to me to just sort of look like, Hoo! like yeah. I, I was just waiting for something. It yeah. never happened. Uh, but yeah, I'd rather probably watch it at home. This movie looks nut. Like, it looks insane. My prediction right now is Mother is scarier than it. It's now, going to be, because it's going to mess with your mind. I don't know why, but I kind of got that get out feeling to it, too. Yes. Like that weird, yeah, eerie feeling. Yeah. Fi- yeah. Like like Skeleton Key, which yeah. is not a horrible movie. People think it's horrible. It's not horrible. All right, let's let's uh, let's get on to the next part of the program.
1: It's time for Davey's Video
0: game game Even if it takes more than a minute.
2: Sadly, no Ryan Davy this week, but we do have a couple of video game uh, news and notes. One, Destiny 2, uh, Davey's been playing and been talking about it the last couple of weeks. That apparently is very good. And, Goo, you were telling me that the uh, the NES Classic, which was discontinued, is coming back. Yes. So that's cra- That's real good stuff. Yeah, obviously, with uh, everyone loving it last year, everyone's going nuts over the SNES Classic. Uh, I don't know why they discontinued it last year. I mean, it's... it's Nintendo has a very odd marketing scheme where they give all the power to the secondary markets, which is very, very stupid. Yeah, I I real I don't understand any of of that and what they were doing and, like they they could have made so much more money yeah by making these things but they but they didn't do it. One other note, yes, I uh, tried the Switch. How's that? It's good. Is it a good time? Yeah. What'd One you play? Time? Uh, Mario Kart. Oh, classic. Yeah, yeah you, you can't have a, you can't have a bad time um, playing Mario Kart. Apparently, they kind of ease it up a little bit, but yeah. yeah. Um, so that was obviously a shorter Davies video game minute. He'll be back with a full minute or sometime minutes next week but before we get to the topic de jour Gu, did you want to do one more i know you're famous for introducing a lot of bits to us would you like to try uh try something new here absolutely rich i All have right. come up with quite a few let's let's pick one pick okay. pick the best one because i think we, i think we have a lot to get to with with the film do you want one for yourself or for me then why don't you surprise me okay okay are you ready yep is a man who doesn't shy away from conflict and also loves a good cheeseburger now Keith's beefs now they're not a sponsor of the podcast you thank you very much but five guys burgers i love i absolutely love a good five guys burger yeah and what you do is you ask for the small fry so you feel good about yourself but Mm -hmm. they give you tons of fries they fill up like a little scoop of fry then they, lay, they they throw it in the bag. It's just a bag full of fries. The regular burger is a double burger. How could you go wrong there? And you know what my go-to is? You'll never believe this. Double cheeseburger with just ketchup and jalapeno. A little zip. Ooh, how about little, that? A little zip. And then I go over to the soda buffet, and I mix myself up something nice. Maybe I go mellow yellow with the cherry. And it tastes kind of like a code red. Oh, wow. that's that? that's my That's Keith's beefs. Get yourself Maybe a nice I double patty. Recommend one more. Uh, yeah, you want to do another one? One more. Yeah, okay. A fastball, a changeup, curveball, or a forkball? Now, Rich's pitches. Now, Rich, this could either be what kind of pitches do you like to throw, oh, or yeah, I've, I've, what do you like to hit? Uh, well, I like to hit, you know, fastball down the dick. But what I what I like to pitch is of course my my famous my paul riser which mm-hmm. was one of my things I, sometimes i call it the mad about you but it's uh-huh. the same pitch it's yep. the paul riser and Whiffle ball uh the titanic was really good that's obviously your sinker pitch of course, yeah those those are two of the best or i would just go straight up mike messina knuckle slurve you give him a little knuckle slurve very hard to hit kind of gets away from me at times especially if there's a little bit of wind but those are st- those are some of my pitches and I'll, you know what i'll do it might be the same pitch goo but i'll arm slot I'll change my arm all Absolutely. of a sudden I'm going from yeah. the, You're like, wait a minute, this is this the same guy? He looks like fucking Chad Bradford up there. Yeah. That's a side armor. You know what? Sidewinder. The, the the people at home are loving this. I yeah. say you do one more. What you want another one of these? One more. Alright, let's do another one. Keith doesn't always appeal to a large audience. That's true. Now, Rich's niches. This is, of course, where you talk about something that you specifically like, but you think many people don't. Cat porn. No. I, just, <laughs> <laughs> I hate cats. I I'll know. see you later. I, I don't know why I said that. I don't know. Take it back. Don't go anywhere. Hey, no, keep listening to this. Keep listening to this. <laughs> yeah, something that I like that most people don't like. Man, it's probably more things that I'm giving myself credit for. I don't know. What? I don't like leaving the house, but that's not really a, a – it's sort of a niche thing. Who does? Right? No, maybe, maybe you're right. What am I – let me get back to you on that. I'm, okay. I'm not prepared for Rich's uh, – was it niches? Rich's niches. We'll use that one later, and I have a couple more that we'll use later. That, that that's was, a huge market tease. That'll come back. Now, yeah. do you, are you ready for the topic du jour? Absolutely. That, of course, Goo, thanks for asking us, the topic of the day. That would be the movie It. Now, if you haven't seen It, then don't worry. We're going to start out spoiler-free – and everybody's seen this. This is this is what's crazy what we started at, off the top talking about is I was not prepared to do an episode on this. I know you and uh, Mac also did an episode and that's probably not in the not in the plans. No, we actually taped a completely different episode and then we scrapped it. The lost episode? Did you, did you hang on to that? Uh no, because <laughs> it's we, gone. We recorded both episodes on Wednesday night when I was drunk and we decided oh, that be dude, even better. We decided that two drunk episodes is not a good idea. Uh Really stretching it out. I've not done a drunk episode. I would like to, because I'm always recording them here, and then I got to drive home. So I've not done a drunk episode. I think it's that, a fun little look into you. It would be. Yeah, It'd be very, very just. People would not probably like it. Now the <laughs> movie it was two hours and fifteen minutes. Yeah, that is a long movie on any standard, let alone a horror movie. But the box office off the charts. 123.4 million dollars in America in the opening weekend. Which gives it the number one opening ever in September. Mm-hmm. The number one opening ever for a horror movie. And the number two opening ever for a rated R movie. Only Deadpool beat it. Yeah. Like, that is off the charts. And not only are people seeing it, but people love it. Rotten Tomatoes, last I checked, 86%. The audience score, 89%. And then IMDb, very similar, 8.2. So that's not bad. That yeah. is that People are loving this movie. So let's begin non-spoilers. The question I ask to begin every movie or TV show breakdown, did you like it? So I think the IMDb score is actually perfect, right around 8.2, maybe like an 80, just because I think it's a B-minus movie, where it isn't the scariest movie, but they develop enough of the characters for you to really care about them when they're being attacked. Maybe not all of them, but enough. And yeah, they are children, so you should obviously care if children are being attacked by yeah, a but I don't, supernatural. Yeah. Cl- yeah, but three or four of them you really care for, yes, and you, you yes. are really rooting for by the end. Yeah, but I'm with you on that. You can't just throw a kid out there and be like, "You feel bad for the kid." No, you got to you got to develop them. You got to see how they. Yeah, interact there were like the two or kids. three of the kids where I didn't really care. No, there's one we'll, we'll get to. Oh yeah, just like get out of here. But I would say this one's tricky. This one it almost falls under the umbrella for me of Wonder Woman in the sense that. I really enjoyed both, but I went into the movie hearing about how amazing it was and how it was uh, you know for Wonder Woman it's changing the game. Because you're of, sexist. Of it that maybe that is. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. But everybody was saying how this is like one of the greatest comic book movies ever. It's not. No. And people are saying this is one of the greatest horror movies ever. I don't think it is. No. And I I don't even really think it's a horror movie. Well, I think, well I mean just te- because of the clown it is. But if if you look at it. The best parts of this movie is the interaction between the uh, the uh, kids. Yeah, like do you think? I mean, Goonies isn't a horror movie, but there's horror elements to it. And this, but Goonies also doesn't have Pennywise, of course. And like, so that's why I I I think it is a horror movie. But you know, next month we're going to come out with our top 50 horror movies of all time. This isn't going to be in it. It's not going to be in it. No, no. But I mean, doesn't mean doesn't mean I'm not happy. I saw it and it was an enjoyable experience. But I didn't think it was it was crazy. Now, I assume you saw the original? Yes. Did you, were, were you a fan of that? Not really. It's kind of a slog. It is a long slog. Well, it's also weird how they did it. Yeah, like, I mean, it, I really like Tim Curry. I respect Tim Curry. He's, yeah. you know, he, he sells out on everything. Yes. But... This movie is a this uh, mini series, not yeah, really a movie. It's like a TV mini series, which is weird. Especially now, is really tough to sit through. Yes, I agree with that. And it's one of those ones. It was actually it was on TV over the weekend, obviously, as it should. I think Spike had it. Yeah. And I'm sitting there watching through it, and you're like, Yeah, this is. There's a lot there, and yeah. so when anytime anybody would ask, like, what movie would you like to see be remade, or like they they remake, especially in the horror genre, they remake everything. Yeah. This one was perfect for it. like this one needed to be remade. And so, with that, they did a pretty good job. Now, I never read the book. You read the book? I don't really read books, Rich. Okay, perfect. I've actually only read two in my life. Maniac McGee, Old Men on the Sea. And Of Mice and Men. Of my, really? Yeah, that's it. If you had to power rank the two books that you read, how would you do it? <laughs> well, Maniac McGee is great. Okay. So, that's number that one. one. Yeah. yeah. Now, that makes sense. Now, apparently, though, uh, the book is nuts. Now, we did a Stephen King episode with both Davey and Uncle Buck again, and they were saying how this – it's crazier like you you basically you take the movie either movie whether you saw this one or if you just saw the original and just up the amount of blood the amount of gore the amount of racism like there's a lot of like implied racism here but i guess it's more over the top like bigotry and also um we'll get into one i guess more into spoiler well no you know what it doesn't really matter because well yeah we'll we'll save it for spoilers but just sort of like one of the really big scenes in the book is different in the in the show and if you're looking to buy the book yeah, Walmart. Walmart has it? They are promoting the F out of all Stephen King books right oh, now. Oh, are they? Yeah. That's their big thing. Hopefully yeah. they could get on board here with the podcast. We're, look, we're looking for sponsors, so if Walmart wants to get on board, that'd be fine with me. Yeah. Where would you rate it? Um, we'll get to the dork scale in a second, but just strictly how scary it was. Like, did it give you nightmares? Did it keep you up like, where you're alone in the dark and you're like, oh, son of a bitch? Scale of one to six, of course. Everything we do here is on Infinity Stones. Yeah. Just the scare factor would be what? So, me personally, there were two parts of the movie where I either sat back or kind of like, you know, like... yeah, Not counting jump scares, right? Yeah. Because jump scares scare you in the moment, but then you're like, okay, that that shouldn't keep you up forever. But one of the parts was a jump scare that I thought was a really cool part of the movie. Yes. So, that kind of counts towards it. So, I would say maybe a two or a three. I'm with you. And that's kind of rolling up high, right there. I I would only go as high as three, but it's probably more two. But only because I don't like clowns. I know yeah. a lot of you are like me, and you just you're, you just don't like clowns. You're t- you're creeped out by clowns. So if the villain, if if the villain looked like Jason Voorhees, for example, mm-hmm. I wouldn't really have been scared. Like no. I did, I wasn't I wasn't scared. And I'm I fully admit I still absolutely get scared. I have nightmares all the time, and and this movie did not give me nightmares. And I don't think any part was really. Like, scary, scary. I no. think there was more creepy imagery. Yes. And probably one of the best scenes in the movie is the opening scene, where you can you can kind of feel what's going on, and you feel dirty kind of watching it. Yeah. To seeing a little kid talking to a clown, and then what happens to him. Right. I think that's one of the scare, scarier, in our quotes, but right, right. scarier scenes in the movie. And I thought a couple of the scarier parts were actually revealed in the trailer. Yeah. Just yep. sort of... You know, a certain character turning around and seeing Pennywise, whether they're like creeping up from like way out up high or like in the in like the sewer grate or things like that. Like th- yeah. those were scary, but we already saw those. The overall story of it, again, some of it obviously is just directly ripped from either the book or the movie. Like they're they're not making these crazy like we're gonna take this and it's just based off it. Like no, like if you saw it or read it, you knew what it was gonna be. But even with that said, do you like sort of the the, the entire story of it? Story-wise, I loved the characters and the character development that you got from the four or five main characters. My main problem with it would be Pennywise, where you kind of didn't know what his powers were, what his goals were, what he was trying to do. Because there were certain points where – and you will get further into this in the spoilers – but you kind of like like you're sitting back and you're, you're saying wait why didn't he do this if that's what his goal is why is he doing this why is he doing that yeah no that's definitely a good point um yeah i thought overall it was a pretty good story as far as uh you'd mentioned the kids like goonies and stranger things are two things that, that come to mind where yeah. you have a, a group of kids and not the super popular kids but like they 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 enjoy each other's company and they're trying to figure out something that's going on, in this case, in the town, and, like, why yeah. the town is so weird and why so many crazy things have happened. There had already been a missing kid. In this case, the, you know, the guy's brother. Like, that's not, that's not a spoiler. Like, all that stuff. I thought they did a good job. And for the most part, the kid actors were pretty good. Yeah, and there was really only one, like, semi-lull in the movie. But it led up to the finale, so you kind of need that dip to to build up, to build that back up. Yeah. All right, the final, the uh, hashtag dork score one through six. And we do do half stones, despite people not liking that. But where would you go, dork score? So this is kind of tough because I do think it's roughly a B minus, like an 82 ish. And that equals out to five stones, Mm. but it doesn't feel like a five-stone movie. It doesn't. So then when I bump it down to like a a four-and-a-half that equals out to like a 76, the percentage-wise kind of throws it off. But I'd say if we're looking stone-wise, because it's definitely not a five-stone movie. It's not a five-stone movie. I think I would put it as a solid four. And and what I need to do, and before people get upset and like, oh well, you gave maybe suicides. I'm a very four, upset whatever. about that. I know you are, I yeah. know, and I know a lot of a lot of Stephen King fans. I have tears are. <laughs> running down my face right now. <laughs> but I just think we all need to. Well, we all I need to start to grade things a little bit harsher. And whereas a four stone is actually pretty good, because yeah. like, we never give out ones and twos, with the exception of like. Uh, Batman and Harley Quinn the animated show and like yeah. Killing Joke and a couple Batman v Superman may have gotten like a three which I probably should go lower because I think one through six isn't necessarily it doesn't always equate with like one through 100 so what the one through six is and you guys should probably do this too we had an episode where we kind of went through and we put him on tears. Yeah. With, yeah, that's what you need to do. With the one through six, you can kind of do that with the tiers, and then you can say, well, this is the top of the tier, right, this is the bottom right. of the tier. So I'll go four. You're, yeah. you're going four? Four, four and, and a half, half. Four and a half, yeah. okay. All right, this next portion is going to be spoilers. Spoilers! 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 Here come the spoilers! It's very macabre. That was very macabre. Now, this is one thing I really enjoyed. So every 27 years... Is when something goes crazy in the town of Derry, Maine, every yeah. 27 years, and this is more dumb luck than anything else. But this movie came out 27 years after the original. Mm-hmm. Now, apparently, I was doing some uh, some research, and I think it was like in 09, They like were kicking around the idea of this. Now, were you at the library? I was at the, yeah, of course. Yeah. I was at the Local Derry library, yeah. the <laughs> dairy library, and I was I was doing research, and but I just think that's pretty cool, like that. So 27 years, and so it times up. Now this movie, if you watched the mini series, you obviously saw how they, what they were as as adults. Yeah. This is clearly it, and what they did, what I thought they did a good job of, is they marketed it, and all the uh, trailers and everything was it. You want to go see it, and then as soon as you sit down and they finally get to the uh, the opening credit scene, it's uh, it chapter one. So you're like, all right, here we go, and it's just kids. It's only kids. It's only 1988, and then into 1989, I believe the entire movie. Yeah, so I'm actually happy that they didn't promote anything about it being chapter one. because I, I love that. I think that also would have scared away most of the audience from being like, yeah, like I have to go to on. two of these? Right. Draw them in on this one, and I mean, you have my money on the next one. Because yeah. obviously, I do want to know what happens to these kids. Yeah, I want to see what happens. And uh, what they should do is they should wait another 27 years and use the same actor kids. How many of them will be dead, though? Yeah, I guess you won't be able to do that. but you could try you could you know what you do they'll be in the pick of the pod though yeah you pump uh, Davey will have all their names and and birthdays you you put you pump out another one next year and then that'll be fine and then in 27 years you bring the whole group back and you say guys we're doing it chapter two because some of them are going to need the work yep some of them you know you're gonna have to maybe convince because maybe the kid from stranger things will still be famous but you're gonna have to to work on that there's almost no way around this they're gonna land before time this yeah, you think so? They're going to absolutely do that. Well, it 37. <laughs> it comes back. Are you This is well this will be a theater movie for you chapter 2. I don't know because like, I don't know I, either. I said to you earlier. Yeah, the horror. horror I movie thing. I really do prefer seeing horror movies either by myself or with a sweetheart. You know, you yeah, cuddle Yeah, it is. Yeah. Nice. You know what they say about horror movies? It's a uh, natural aphrodisiac. Yeah, it's supposed to get you very much in the mood. It's because every twenty minutes you get a scare, so it uh, you know it. Mm, gets yeah, right, up a little right, right down there. Yeah, is absolutely the the case. Yeah. Uh, now a lot of similarities, and then of course some differences. The original, I guess, takes place in nineteen fifty eight. And then they jump it up, you know, 27 or whatever years after that. This year, again, just 88, 89. And that's why it has more of, like, that Stranger Things feel to it. Yeah. Because it's just kids doing kid things in the 80s. There's no cell phones. There's no computers. It's just all of that. Kids riding bikes. They have just kids on bikes. Yep. That's all it was. And then, you know, kids getting into rock fights. Which is the best. That was my favorite You ever been in a rock fight? I've never been in a rock fight. That seems dangerous. My first thought was the It's Always Sunny Christmas episode (laughs) where Charlie and Mac throw rocks at trains. And I'm like, this is what poor kids do. That's what it is. Just, yeah. just chucking rocks. Yeah, I'm like, that that is going to do some serious damage. And, and the kid actually yells rock fight, which rock made fight. it that much better. Yeah. And then like rock, rock. rock music starts playing, and you're like, we are all in on this. Well, you know, it's fair. Every movie in which there's been a food fight, somebody has to declare food fight. Yeah, They always yell food fight. Like, yeah, we're aware we're throwing our food here that's on our trays. But yeah, he screams out rock fight. At your high school, did you ever get into a food fight? Yes. Did someone yell food fight? i think so yeah I, was, <laughs> I, think, I think so that's probably how it got started people are like what is this and I'm, like, I'm, just, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm just throwing i'm just throwing my my uh yams yeah. like, no get get after it as a freshman i was hitting the head with a ribecue dipper sandwich you ever hear of those it's kind of like a q it's kind of like a oh, like a, a, like rib. a mcrib yeah, it's like a mcrib yeah well, I, How yeah. was that well that's kind of soft though right well, Or was that one like a very correct. saucy oh saucy. very saucy i had a uh, Barbecue sauce in my hair, my my long hockey hair. I wore want- <laughs> the rest of the day. You're flowing man. Yes. I once in college we were at it was like a like an orientation type like cookout type thing. And they had like these uh it wasn't like a baked potato, it's like salted <laughs> potatoes. Yeah. You know those like potatoes? And it's a that, solid potato, though. It's pretty solid, yeah. but it's smaller. It's not as big as you're thinking, it's like smaller. Yeah, it's the size of like a mm, it's smaller than a tennis ball, but it's like you know, you can a throw racket it. ball. Yeah. And I was on one side of the quad, and there's a bunch of football players like, uh, uh, on the other side. Off yonder. And I chucked this thing as hard as I could, and it, landed, it smashed a kid in the shoulder. Like, absolutely <laughs> devastated him yeah. in the shoulder. He kind of went down to a knee, because this thing pelted him. And then his big complaint to me was, this was my best shirt, and now it's got potatoes. I'm like, just wash it. He's like, I'm going to charge you for the thing. I'm like, you're not. I'm like, your, your shirt's going to smell like potato. Move <laughs> on. It's a great story to tell, and we're, we're done with this. Yeah. But that kid, that kid was terrible. Um, have you ever waxed up a paper boat and then sent it down a street you know, in the middle of the rain and no. kind of skipped along in your galoshes and raincoat behind, uh, beside it? I had never done that. Is that something that you've done? I've never done that. No. I didn't know that was really a thing. I guess I thought, you need to live in the perfect place, I was going to say, too, it kind of felt like something that you would do in the 50s as opposed to yeah. in, in the 80s. Yeah, the 80s, there's way more things. There's arcade games. Like, hey, do like you want to? kid's yeah. playing Street Fighter. Yeah. And then this kid's like, you know what? You want to go, go wax to the- a boat? No, I want to play Street Fighter. I'm good, man. Yeah, like yeah, go slick this thing up, and then go by yourself, and then but and you have to live in the perfect place because if you live on a flat street, that's out. Yeah, if you live at the bottom of the hill, are you really? You're like, I'm gonna run up there and do this. So anyway, he does that. That was sort of a mistake on his part. <laughs> Hindsight's twenty <2020, laughs> twenty. He should have. Yes. Now this is this is a real creep move that a lot of creeps do. Is when a kid is strong in his conviction and says, "Hey, I'm not supposed to talk to strangers." And then they say, "Hey, well my name is Pennywise. What's your name?" And then he's like, "I'm Georgie." He's like, "Well, we're not strangers anymore." I feel like as adults, we need to teach our kids that that doesn't count. I feel like when you're That's in a loophole. When you're in this town, when you're in Derry. Oh boy. Don't talk to any adults, anyway. even if even if you know them. Yeah. Don't talk to them no, because most about. of them are either pedophiles yeah. or they are they are creeps. They yes. pretend like their kids are sick. It's a bad place to be. Yeah. Bad mom. mom. All terrible parents. The parents were really bad. They uh, shoot at their kids. Now, Oh, my God. That guy. Oh, that kid. Now, do we ever really find out, and I guess maybe chapter two is going to have more to explain, but I like the setup of it. And again, let's just say somebody goes to the theater, has never seen the original, and has never read the book. So you're watching this movie, and you're saying, all right, do they ever really explain to you... Why dairy is the way that it is? They don't. Or they, what Pennywise is real kind of no. Because when deal is when Ben is at the library, yeah, he's going through like the little flip book of like the pictures, and you think maybe Pennywise is one of the kids that got killed, but then you see him in the background of one of the pictures. So is he the one that caused it, and he's the one that took all the kids, or is he? Just a kid that got killed right there. That was one of the more confusing parts to yeah. me, at least. And then they're starting to give away too. They're, they're, he's not really a clown. Like this is the shape that he takes. Yeah. this is what he does. He's actually isn't he like an alien or it's like the dark lights. Yeah, like, there's and, a whole thing to and, it. And uh, you sent in the rundown, and this actually made me think: is uh, is this too similar to Nightmare on Elm Street? Yeah, I think it's a sneaky ripoff. I think it is too, because okay, in the original, it not the uh, in the one from 1990. Tim Curry is basically just a stalker clown. Yes, he's a clown that stalks. Yeah, sure. And this, he's a supernatural shape uh, shape shapeshifter, and outside of not being in kids' dreams, he does the exact same stuff as Freddy. He does the exact same thing. You know, Freddy would always take on whatever your biggest fear was, and he would do that. And that's exactly what Pennywise does in this movie. That's why you get when he goes after people, it's a little bit different. You know, uh, one of the characters. Uh, Richie, he's actually uh, afraid of clowns, so he yeah. just he keeps the clown thing. But you know when he's doing like the skinny faced uh, like lady from like the picture, like that's one sort of the werewolf hands at one. That's sort of yeah. a throwback to the other movie. There's all these different things that that Pennywise can do, and and and, and like the whole idea of like feeding off the fear of kids, like it's very Freddy Krueger now. Yeah. Freddy Krueger, that movie came out in 1984, the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm -hmm. This book, I believe, came out in 86, and then the movie in 90. Yeah. So clearly this was out there. Wes Craven had created Freddy Krueger before Stephen King had created Pennywise. Yeah. And maybe they're different enough... Because there's no dream. Like, dreams would have been the big deal. Another's, like, hallucinating. Yeah. But it's not like, I need to wait for you to go to sleep, and then I can haunt your dreams. And I know that you kind of uh, we're doing Easter eggs later, but one of the better yes. Easter eggs is at the movie theater when it pans up, and you oh, see- I love the movies. Uh, Nightmare, Nightmare Elm on Elm Street 5. 5. The fifth one. Yeah. Gets a little lost in the shuffle there. It with, does. with perhaps some of the others. Now, the kid actors in this movie, circling back to them, often they can make or break a movie- you know, one of the reasons why Logan was so good was the one girl, the Daffy one young girl Keen. was incredible, amazing. She was awesome. I am still waiting to see what she does next. I know. It'll, it's, it's. I'm. She, she was really good. It'll fingers probably be some crossed. Spanish movie, well, right? <laughs> Fingers crossed. She's in the X Force movie with Deadpool, right? That would be badass. Yeah, yeah that would be that'd be badass. So the the group of the losers. Now this is one thing that if you don't want any spoilers for the book, or if you, well, whatever, the book's been out for a long time. This is what's crazy. This is one thing that really separates the book from both movies. Is that Beverly, who is in you know the only girl member of the losers, the six other dudes, when they go to confront Pennywise in the book, she has sex with all of them. And apparently, yeah, wait, what? She bangs all the guys. She all the six guys that she's friends with there. Yeah, bangs them all. And apparently like, it's pretty graphic and they like describe what happens to all of them. Classic Stephen King. And it's basically like the the whole idea of like Aren't the kids eleven in the book? Yeah, like eleven or twelve. Oh, all and right. She bangs them all. It's like, like a young me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know I know exactly what that's like, right? <laughs> like, do you? No. No, I I comically don't. That Veronica Vaughn. <laughs> but she has sex with all of them. It's the whole idea of in in a lot of Stephen King books, I guess it's like, you know, kids. Doing things and having to deal with, like, adult-related stuff. Yeah. And this is a whole idea of, like, them growing up quicker than they need to. Yep. And so she just... They're like, well, like, we could die, basically. So she's like, all right, let's, opens it up, and let's go. You know what? I'm pretty uh, stoked that they didn't do that. I think yeah, that they would have ruined it. That would have taken a real turn. And I would also call dibs on first or second, depending on who went first. I would not want to go sixth. Shotgun anus. <laughs> <laughs> she was... Should be one extra on a flying albatross, but that's for <laughs> that's for another time. <laughs> you have one guy to record it, I suppose. Yeah, but that's for another time. All right, let's start out. Let's go uh, over all these characters quickly. You have Bill; he's your your leader, like your the, the stuttering kid and the brother of Georgie. Yeah, uh, an actor that I'd never seen before. No, I thought he was fine. I thought he was good, and it was a pretty accurate depiction of what a stutter is. Yes. Because it it wasn't just the first syllable. He would kind of move around, and and then obviously you got that speech by him where he doesn't, and it kind of shocks his friends. Were you okay? Did you like or dislike when Richie was like, oh, he didn't even stutter? So that's kind of weird to me because has he never stuttered in a sentence? Has he never gone one sentence without doing it? He... Maybe he does all the time. I mean, at least in the movie that we saw, we did all the time. And I didn't yeah. know if it should have been one of those things that, like, as an audience member, you just pick up on him, like, oh, wow, like, all right, he's, he's got no fear and he's just doing this. Or, I didn't even pick up on it. He had, like, when he pointed it out, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, see, that's the yeah. thing. I think they probably did that on purpose because they're like, all right, they need, they need to put that away. Uh, so, yeah, he was pretty good. Now, Richie, who calls him out on it, uh, of course, Mike from Stranger Things, the only kid I'd, I'd recognized, he was great. Like, he was really funny. And the other thing I really like, the kids in this movie, are I shouldn't say finally cuz we've seen it in other places but they're like legit Portrayals of kids. They actually talked like kids. Like when you were twelve, you said the f word. Like yeah. when you, you would fly. You would make fun of guys. You would say the, Especially the best with jokes with Richie, making fun of uh, all of his friends' moms and like you know. Oh uh, my god, talking about pussy and all this stuff. When he's like, like oh, he's I, I, I pulled this, I pulled the str- the. I couldn't believe I pulled the uh, the short straw. He's like, too yeah, too bad we weren't uh, you know comparing dicks or whatever he <laughs> said. Like I, I forget what the exact line was, but I like laughed out loud in yeah. the theater. I'm like, this no, guy he was he had a lot of really good comic relief moments. They were roughly like seven to ten laugh out loud moments in this movie yeah and they were all him the one i think it was ben was like yeah dairy used to be known as like a beaver trapping town <laughs> and richie's like "Yeah, still is am i right like, that's a perfect joke i love beaver jokes beaver jokes never get old Kill me every single time beaver and actually traffic. since you bring up ben uh no yeah. not not ben um who's the uh l- little sidekick eddie eddie the one with the crazy mom yeah, yeah. Eddie was also phenomenal in this, where he was such a perfect sidekick to Richie. Yes. Where they both played off each other perfectly. He seems he seems like the only one out of the group that looks like a little like an adult. Yeah. Like he and, and like the way his mom is, and we all we all grew up with a friend, and maybe you're maybe you're listening to this and you're like, Yeah, I was that guy. But we all had a friend in the group that his Mom specifically. Sometimes the dad thought that the kid always had something. Thought that the kid, oh, like he's got to stay home. He's got strep throat. Like no, he doesn't. He's a sore throat. Like there's everybody, and maybe they're on medicine. Or I love the. I think Richie's like, yeah. Every every plant isn't fucking poison ivy. Like that was another great line, and that's why Eddie's like, well, no, it's poison. All that. That's poison ivy. That's poison ivy. That's poison ivy. So they do a good job of taking like all these different. Stereotype type I guess and and and, ma- and fleshing them all out. And also he's like semi flamboyant, which made the li- yeah, yeah, which made the line of him saying they're fucking gazebos. Yeah, right. Just like bum. <laughs> Nailed it. Because I think in the book, uh Eddie marries a woman that looks just like his mother, whereas in the <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah, that's awesome. Whereas yeah. in the uh the nineteen ninety horror movie, he just lives with his mother. So yeah, they can make a choice yeah. either way. They can could, they could go either way there. Uh, ben, as the new kid, the fat kid, uh, likes new kids on the block. Yeah. So he had some good stuff. And he was important, and so was Mike, the, the homeschooled kid who teams up with them later. Because those two were the most interested, I felt like, in history of the town. Yep. And like really painting the picture of what a messed up place this is. He also couldn't be killed. Henry slashed an H into his stomach. Absolutely fine. And then Pennywise, like, slashed a pole through his stomach. Oh, that's interesting. Absolutely fine. Yeah, so Ben's doing okay here. Yeah. Ben's everything proof? I I, I really think Superhero? so. Superhero? Possibly. I like that. Unbreakable. Now, this kid, Stan, the uh, curly-haired kid. Yeah, he was he the was worst. The Jewish kid. On the, like, he is, and there's no reason for hyperbole here on the podcast. He was the worst actor ever put on screen. Yeah. He was just saying words that they told him to say. And it was, I think, also what what really hurt him was all the other kids were ranging on a scale from good to great. Yeah. And he was awful. He looked so out of place. He was the worst actor. And there's a lot of bad kid actors, trust me. It's one of my, my big pet peeves. But he was he was particularly terrible. Yeah, and he only really got that one scene by himself with the thin lady, the, the thin yeah. face lady. And that was creepy. And it was okay, but... Other than that, he was just kind of there to be like, oh, I don't want to do this. Yeah, it yeah. seems like the group, if you had to trim anybody out of the group, he'd be the one. Absolutely. Everybody really. else serves a real purpose, whether it's comedy or pushing the story forward. He made the, the least amount of sense. Uh, and again, going back to Mike, I, I oh, no, Beverly. Beverly. We already hit on be- I thought she was good. I thought she was a good... And th- oh, that's one thing my wife wanted me to point out. Or, I'm sorry. My wife. My wife. My wife. Now, she said... Why, why we were. She also didn't think the movie was super scary, but she did say she really liked the kids. And she thought the kid yeah. actors were really good, and you end up sort of caring about what they do. And I'm like, that that's true. Like If they were bad... Because they were the whole movie. Absolutely were. So you, you would have been screwed if they were... If if you had seven stands, is, this movie would have <laughs> failed. This movie would have been trash. Yeah. But they were good, and Beverly... And that's a dark character, or her not necessarily, but her just situation, like with yep. her dad, yep. that's, that's creep level 100. Yeah, because she was the one character that by the end of the movie, I'm like, any of these other kids can go. I don't want Bev to die. Bev right yeah. now is my favorite character. The whole, Especially thing knowing with- that she's going to sleep with all the guys. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. helps. You got to keep her around. <laughs> no, but the whole thing with her dad, the first scene with him, and he, and he says to her, are you still my little girl? And you're like, that's really creepy, but is, does he mean that? And, like, did he hear rumors about her? I know that she has tampons. I does think he, it was because, yeah. Does like he that's... mean it that way? But then in that final scene, it was really obvious Ugh. that he he was a pedophile. Yeah, so there's, there's two things in this uh, that I think they did probably enough where it was so implied that they didn't need to cross the yes. line was, like, he didn't, like, Drop his pants or something insane. Yeah, and the same thing with everything that Mike was dealing with, like those horrible other kids. Mm -hmm. Like they never said the n word, but you knew it was there. Like it was right there. Like they they targeted him specifically because he was black. But they were like, all right, we're gonna give you this. And I'm sure the book again, which I have not read, it's like a million pages too. But I'm sure it's more over the top with like just how terrible those kids are. Yeah, because the the father said a couple things that you're like, okay, that's cut, that pushes it to yeah. you now knowing. And then he also pins her down for a second before she kicks him in the nuts and then bashes oh, yeah, his head was, open. That was crazy. So yeah. he he was he was bad. They were all bad in different ways. You know, whether yeah. it was Beverly's dad or Eddie's mom or oh, Henry's dad was also yeah. But you also couldn't tell was Henry a bully because he's bullied at home or was he just a psychopath? I think he's a psychopath. Like yeah. even his friends were looking at him. Like you're doing, you're crossing like, the line. You want to kill a cat, but also it got to a point where like I think like Pennywise like took him over. That's what I thought too. I I think he. Did. I wasn't sure. Well, you. I heard, think he was possessed. You heard not the whole time though. You heard Pennywise talking on the TV, but yeah. you also heard that in Bev's house too when her father fell asleep. Yeah, I don't know why. Like the kids never really got. Like they didn't really turn. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm not. I'm not entirely sure on that. Uh, Georgie was was fine. He was in it just for one a little scene, bit. Pennywise. One thing again, and I'll be honest. I'll I'd look away certain times when there'd be just straight up clown shots. I'm like, I don't, I don't. This, this will haunt me. I did like how they they tweaked it and going from the, the lips like the lipstick. All the way up, like to the eye, like connecting that. Yeah. I thought it was sort of a different twist on it, and that's that's pretty creepy. Like that's gonna be a scary mask. Yeah, what I liked about him, and it's mainly with his makeup or like the CGI with him, was the eyes where they would sometimes start with just the plain yellow, and the eye would kind of like roll around to the front. Yeah, and both the pupils weren't always staring straight forward. Sometimes, like, right, one oh, would yeah, be yeah. staring off yeah. to the side or something. I also like how I liked how he would uh, open up his jaw. It felt kind of Tim Burton-y. Very Tim Burton-y, With, yeah. like, the practical effects that he used in, say, Beetlejuice or something. Yeah, very Beetlejuice. Yeah, yeah no, there, were, there was a lot of that. And then also, especially with Beverly, she looks down his throat. like, But right before she floats, yep. she sees, like, the three dots, like, the three lights in mm-hmm. his mouth. And so that's when you really start to get the sense that, all right, he's not really a clown. Like, there's not like, oh, Pennywise was this famous clown, and he died in the sewer, and he came back to kill kids. Like, that's not the case. Turns out he's more... And they'll get into it in chapter two. Like he's from the Dark Tower. He's yeah, basically. <laughs> like, he's like he's like from like another planet, yep. or, or he's like he's like an alien type thing. Um, but yeah, so did you? What did you think of the ending? Like that whole, like the whole final scene where you see the kids floating. They're all trying to fight them. They they break into the house and, and the whole back and forth there. So you have this big what is supposed to be a satisfying ending of all of the main characters who no longer fear Pennywise because he can't eat them unless they're fearful of him. Yeah. And, yeah, they all start beating the shit out of him, but he takes most of the hits at first, and then suddenly he can't take the hits just because one of them says that he's no longer afraid of him. But wouldn't he have felt that yeah, it's the like, fear or sure not? Th- yeah, like, are you sure? And then when he's falling down that the well tough, yeah. and he says, Fear? like uh, all right (laughs) fear Fear. Fear. are you i don't i don't know but i mean overall and again it it is a to be continued because you know this this movie plays out they're all alive for now but they're going to come back 27 years from now bev's in oregon oh boy no portland sorry not portland oregon Portland, portland maine yes yeah she's leaving for for portland yes now clearly looks are important to her Correct. Because the fat kid is a wizard with words. He wrote a beautiful poem beautiful that she poem. loved. Also, but she's like, you know what? I still like Bill. She also... Uh, I, I'm not sure who stole the smooch. Actually, he stole the smooch. She was incapacitated, so he would be the one that stole the smooch. Yeah, she was not present for that. No. She was not And mental. they were all just like, what? Yeah. And then that brought her right back. Yep. Which I don't know if I like that So anyway. once again, Ben's a superhero. Yeah, just kiss... Just kiss chicks, I guess, when they're passed out. Maybe they'll wake up. He brought someone back to life. He was stabbed several times. I like this angle. Yeah. This is pretty good. So look for Ben maybe to have a spin-off series yeah. of some sort of superhero movie. <laughs> He'll movies. be the next M. Night Shyamalan movie. These are, these are some of the um, – I, I mean, there's, there's probably more to the movie we can get to. Again, you can uh, tweet us at Dork Podcast. You can email us, dorkpodcast at gmail.com if you have more thoughts or questions about the movie. Some of the Easter eggs or references or even other questions – you mentioned Nightmare on Elm Street five was one of uh, the movies playing at the theater. So was the original Batman. Yep. And Lethal Weapon two. Yep. And that all checks out. They all came out around that time and in you know the summer months, which they were, were they were showing. Uh, we'd mentioned earlier about how it is kind of a sneaky rip off of Freddy Krueger. And I'm telling you, if you really think about it, and you go through, you know, how the character, like w- all the characters' motivations and how they're able to do things. I think honestly, Freddy Krueger has more of a realistic. I know it's neither one is realistic, but they, he has more of a realistic kind of crazy background. Like he was a he was a child molester murderer, mm-hmm. and then the townspeople, like the parents, all got together and burned him alive. So he was a re, he was a real person. He was a horrible person. He sounds like one of the parents from Derry. <laughs> he kind of would fit in. he yeah, maybe he, maybe fit there. right in. They should throw somebody with like a sweatshirt on that looks like or a sweater. I mean, and have him walking around. But so that was at least a real person. Whereas like Pennywise, you can do all the research you want, you're not gonna find he's not like a real person. Although they they found that one picture with like the face that, yeah. that looked like him, but it's just a little bit different. It's a little bit more convoluted, which I feel like a lot of the Stephen King things kind of are. Um, oh, Richie plays Street Fighter at one point, which mm-hmm. is which is a, a pretty good reference there. This is this might be a stretch. This is something I, I found. So again, 27 years is how long. There are gaps of these incidents where, like, you know, Pennywise will return or there'll be, like, a bunch of kids stolen again and and kidnapped every 27 years. Now, Jonathan Brandeis, you might remember him from the first It movie. And from Ladybugs. And Sequest. Yes. He was in all those child actor, very popular child actor for a while. Beautiful head of hair. Murdered himself at 27 years old. Now, you should have saved that for the pick of the pod. (laughs) I know, I should have. That was Davy's pick of the pod, but... So Jonathan Brandeis, 27 when he killed himself. I don't know if that has any connection at all. I don't. I don't know. Jack A is great in Ladybugs. Oh, Jack A. Hey. Jack A. Oh yeah, very it's good. Jack A. And it's Ronnie Dangerfield. What more do you want? Yeah, it's a timeless classic. <laughs> R.I.P. Jonathan Brandeis. Now here's one preview. There's a lot of previews, including Jigsaw, which I will undoubtedly see because I see all the Saw movies. But one of the movies, uh, the preview for it was Happy Death Day. Yeah. Was that one for you too? I did see that, and the preview looked kind of cool. It's Groundhog Day, except you get murdered every day. (laughs) Yeah, but I also laughed out loud when the title of the movie went up there, and I'm like, Happy Death Day. (laughs) Yeah, that's a tough title. Yeah. But it's weird, and so, again, it's literally Groundhog Day. She wakes up every day, but she gets murdered, and then wakes up, and then lives the day, and then gets murdered, and then she needs to solve the murder. I was like, that may sound dumb, but I think I'm in. Not in the theater, probably, but I do want to. I want to see. I want to know what the hell happens. I'm, I'm very curious to what the Rotten Tomato response to that would be. Yeah, like what critics would think of it, and right. That I goovy psychic here. Ooh, forty percent. Forty. Forty. Huh. Which is a very tough call because you don't get a lot of 40s outside of comedies. That's a bad guess on my part. No, uh, Horror movies, though. Yeah, twenty. Yeah, okay. 27. Lower, yeah, you're there probably right. It's probably more so in the, in the 20s for sure. Anything else on it? Anything we didn't cover? I mean, we sort of ping-ponged around a little bit. But, uh, again, for those of you that saw the score, uh, I would sum it up by saying not super scary. No. But a good sort of uh, young teen ensemble cast where you end up caring about the characters. The villain, to me, not super strong. And the only reason why I'm kind of scared of it was because it was a clown. But if you switched it out with anything else, I wouldn't have been as scared. Uh, With all that being said, though, I I do want to see a Chapter 2. I will watch that. Probably not opening weekend, though. Like I I think this movie has been a little bit oversold. Now, if you're listening at this point of the podcast, I'm assuming that you've already seen the movie. Or simply don't care. Yeah. (laughs) Now, I like the movie. I liked a lot of the characters. I loved what they did with some of them. Two of the scenes really stick out to me and are, I thought were awesome scenes between the opening scene and the slideshow scene in the garage. I thought that was very, very well done. Yes. But I don't think this is something that you have to rush out of your house to see. I, I agree with you. I think best part of the movie was Richie, the kid from stranger things. Yep. Uh, the worst part was Stan, the, but he was, it wasn't character wise. Yeah. yeah. He was just, he was just terrible. Um, but again, it w- it was a-, a remake of a movie. So it was nothing groundbreaking. It was nothing really new. They just did a nice job. They cleaned it up. The uh, uh, you know, if you want to get into all the other stuff, I thought it was it was it was shot pretty well and it was it was presented in a uh, in an entertaining way. Like I'm glad I saw it, but I'm not yeah. freaking out about it. So there you go. There's our review of the movie It. Again, you can let us know what you guys think. Time now for the next portion of the program. Pick of the bomb, pick of the bomb, pick of the bomb, pick of the bomb. All right, Goo, pick of the podcast time. You are the guest, so I will allow you to go first. All right, so uh, Don Olmeyer is dead. Oh, Don Olmeyer. died? Don Olmeyer. He was uh, He, he, he was either the head of NBC or an NBC ex- executive. Oh, well, rest in peace. But uh, he was the fella yeah. who fired Norm MacDonald. Ooh. And uh, when he fired him, he told him it's because he's not funny. Well, that I feel like may have been wrong. Now, was this the guy... What was the deal with Norm Macdonald? Was it Lorne Michaels or was it the head of NBC? Who told them not to uh, tell OJ, OJ jokes? Joke. Yeah, It was, it was this Don Allmayer. Don Ohlmeyer was a dear friend of OJ Simpson, and he told him, well, yes, the company you keep. Yes. And uh, actually, if you go on YouTube after this podcast, of course, I I think there's like a 25 minute clip of all of Norm's OJ jokes in a row because he just will watch that. That's a good pick of the podcast right there. Matter of fact, Uh, still on my pick of the podcast. I'm just going to hijack this. Blake Heron also dead. Not dead. He's dead. Of course, he. What happened he, to him? He starred opposite of J.T.T. in 1995's *Tom and Huck*. Also, I'm not as familiar with him. The, <laughs> the movie *Shiloh*. He was in *Shiloh*. He was in *Shiloh*, based off the book. I know you didn't read it. You no. only read the two, but no. *Shiloh* is a bit of a tearjerker, about the nice dog. All right, now that the dead people are out of the way, an actual pick of the pod. Those are the two biggest deaths you could find. No one's no one's died recently. That's good news. Yeah. Although, we're due. We are. We are due. That's like always always come in threes would you ever there's only two would you, here would you <laughs> that's true would you ever participate or have you maybe ever ryan's dying i don't in, know <laughs> in, a, in a uh death pool or a dead pool would you ever be in one or do you think it's too kind of sick i think i would absolutely do one yeah yeah you want to start one possibly who do you got <laughs> you know um, who i've been saying for a long time and uh he's actually he's proven me wrong it's like a solid year i thought rob kardashian Really? Yeah, that was, that would have been my uh, my guy. You know, who I thought was going to die for a while at his own hand, Floyd Mayweather. Ooh, auto asphyxiation. Something weird. Yeah, I thought something weird was, was going to happen to him. Maybe he loses all of his money in some crazy scheme and then.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I don't, I know. don't know
2: how the scoring system works because if you pick somebody who's ninety nine, you shouldn't get as many points for somebody who's like thirty three. I'm going to pick Abe Vagoda every year <laughs> until he finally well, kicks it people would pick uh, like betty white's always a a pick and then like uh for a long time like artie lang was a pick artie lang is it's a very good pick he just keeps so maybe maybe that's a brief aside maybe we'll do a Deadpool sometime um also so a real pick of the pod uh you're the worst came back last week this is an that's good this is an awesome show okay have you seen it i've never seen it catch up on it i know exactly what you're talking about i just never uh they're on season four right now i'm not going to get into what's going on in the show but um this is i think personally one of the best comedies on tv really all right yeah and there are some points where yeah it's a bit depressing it's this it's because that's kind of what comedies are now yeah oh yeah like louis ck yes it's not (laughs) quite as dark as louis ck louis not funny anymore or what his last season wasn't but the two main characters are two of the worst people that you will ever see on screen got it and you kind of get those two playing off each other all right very good my uh and then also another one Pick of the pod. Pasta salad. <laughs> it's pick of the pod. It's not picks of the pod. Oh, pasta salad's good. It's delicious. Is that What's your favorite salad? Mm. I don't know. I love all kinds of salads. I love pasta salad. I love regular salad. I like chicken salad a great chicken deal. Chicken salad's great. Uh, tuna salad over chicken salad. Oh, that's good. That sounds good. But... P- what about potato salad is good if there's mm. if there's no mayonnaise involved. If it's a vinegar-based potato yeah. salad because then you have the contradictory taste of the vinegar, the bitter vinegar no, and know. those sweet potatoes. If you eat it at the right time and you get it at the right place, a seafood salad is not out of also place. Also very good. Yeah, there's a lot of good salads out there. My pick of the podcast is a Netflix show that is back. Actually, it's been back for a month, but I'm finally watching it now. I'm not done yet, but last chance you season 2. Following the uh, junior college in Mississippi, uh, like LeGarrette Blunt, Chad Kelly, a bunch of guys have gone there in the past. Pretty compelling stuff. Now you might remember a player from Florida State a few years ago, uh, Deshaun Johnson, I believe his name is. He was the quarterback of Florida State, or I think he was like maybe the backup. And there was video of him like hitting a girl. Like the girl was like roughing him up too but, like, at a bar, and he punched a girl. And so he got thrown out of Florida State. He went on Good Morning America, like, with his mom, who was, like, disgusted with him. Michael Strahan interviewed him, and he was gone. Well, he's the quarterback on this team. And it's pretty – like, all the guys, they, they go through at the beginning, like, one guy got kicked out of Penn State. One guy got kicked out of Louisville. One guy like, – like, it's just all, like, troubled kids trying to get back to D1 schools, and it's, it's pretty interesting. So I would give that a chance, especially now that it's football season. Speaking of which, Goo – Yes. We have quite an endeavor. Next week, Davey will be back. Yes. And we're going to be doing Friday Night Lights, Uh the five season television show. We're going to break that thing down like none other. So strap, strap one on and strap one in. Wait, I what? I don't want to strap either of those. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of lost myself there at the end. Pull up your boots, <laughs> lube up some asses, and get plowing. <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth, Gu. Uh, what do you got? Where, where can people find you? Tell us about your podcast. What did you do this week? What are you doing next week? Tell, tell the world. So I would love to plug myself right now. Plug, plug it up. <laughs> so you can find us, iTunes, yes. Mac Ampersand Goo. Ampersand right in the middle there. An actual ampersand. Don't and spell out ampersand. Don't spell and. Actually, yeah. September 8th was National Ampersand Day. Was it really? We just yeah. missed it? <laughs> we just missed what, it. Would you guys do anything special? <laughs> we actually didn't know. It was uh, pointed <laughs> out to us by a listener earlier. <laughs> kind of came and went, but the countdown for next year has begun. We have begun that for next year. I can't wait so for So iTunes. If you go on iTunes, you yeah. rate, subscribe, and review us. Wow. You are going to go ahead and get a Mac and Goo t-shirt along with other Mac and Goo. You're making us look bad here at Dork because you have to pay for our t-shirts. That's about, the only way we do it. Very sorry about yes. that. Also, uh, go to macandgoo.com. You can find all of our links there. Nice and easy one-stop shop. Um, if you don't have Apple, that's the way to go. And uh, we're on Instagram now. Instagram. We are, we are gangbusters on Instagram. How about you guys, young bucks? Yeah, we are gangbusters. I'll that's be taking a, taking a picture of you in this uh, studio after this. Post I can't that wait. That'll be yep. great. Now, you're on uh, Twitter as well. We are on Twitter. Uh, that is Mac and That's an A-N-D podcast. Sorry Mac I'm and Goo podcast. Yeah. Uh, we are... We're a follow. Yeah, I would get in there. Sure. Yeah. Why not? There's some. There's something to be said about that. Uh, you can follow us, of course, on Twitter at Dork Podcast. iTunes. You can do the same thing. You can rate, review, and uh, subscribe. Leave, and subscribe. Do yep. all those things on our iTunes and just feel better about yourself. Yep. You're not going to get shit from us. You're not. You're just, just free. The, the, the podcast is free for God's sake. So you can c- continue to do that. Also, YouTube. Oh, by the way. Yeah, I actually saw this. Your YouTube videos back. It's back. Yeah. With no explanation. Yeah. I just was like, I, I uploaded another video, and then I saw that that one was now available. So YouTube, if you've missed this uh, hijinks, they removed a video of ours. It was actually one I did with Nicole. Game of Thrones recap. Then they were like, oh, it, it, it crossed like community guidelines. like You, you've, you did something, so we yanked it. It was gone. And then I just appealed it. And then like a few days later it was back. I have no idea how they do that. And I'm just like, okay, so any video I put up there could be gone. I don't know why, but notice. there's there's something about YouTube's guidelines and policies. Like I it's don't even off. I don't even have a YouTube channel. Yeah. I'm fascinated by it. It's nuts. It's wild. And then there are guys I've I've heard I listen to a couple other podcasts that have guys that do like that are big time on YouTube, right? Yeah. And they'll say they know, well, the one guy's really smart about it. He's like, yeah, he's like, you know, I'm making money off it right now, but I am aware that this could come crashing down at any second. And it's about to because the algorithms keep on changing basically every single year. That's what he's saying. He was like, it used to be, like, subscriptions. Now it's, like, likes or comments now on your video. Now it's likes and comments. That's it used dumb. to be subscriptions. That's really dumb. And also, too, it's 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 all about uh time watched. So, yeah, right. So if you're, so you watch a whole have, video. Yeah, yeah, so you want to have – like a 20-minute video, and you want everyone to watch exactly 17 minutes of it or something it's like so that. It's so dumb. Yeah. And then you can put commercials in it, and then you can put commercials in multiple ones. So it's a whole crap thing. But anyway, we're on YouTube. Just go to YouTube.com slash dorkpodcast. We Snapchat like once a week. So get on the uh I've seen the those. <laughs> they're, they're on there as those well. Those are nice. Uh, and yeah, so Friday Night Lights. So I would get in there. The other note on Friday Night Lights is if you have Netflix, uh, when I went to start watching Friday Night Lights again to, to recap or to refresh myself, I think they're pulling it down October 1st, so if you were thinking about rewatching it, you might want to do it now, so or it going to be gone. This is good for me, because I've never seen it. It's literally but the greatest show of all time. I have, I have one week to binge the whole thing before the next podcast. It is 76 episodes, I believe. Those are long, love it. it's, hour long? Uh, yeah, but it was on network TV, so it's like 43 minutes or oh, whatever. F- bang those out. Much better. So I, l- I love that. It's not the best ever, but it's literally in my top seven shows Really, of all time. I it, I love Top Fave it. Sevs. It's in my fave seven. Yep. With the wire, Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones, Seinfeld, The Office, It's Always Sunny, and Friday Night Lights. Wow. There you go. Wow. Top of your head with that. How about how about that? Uh anything else, Goo? Do you want to end this with a couple more of these uh quick segments? Yeah, let's do let's do one. Okay. I got, I got time for one. I apologize. All right, I'll pick the best one. All right. Pick the best one. Make this one count. Okay. Who is is a man who's known for taking famously large dumps. Ugh. Now, come on, goose poos. What? Signed up for this? I've had a real rough day, Rich. How rough? Like seven times today. No way. Had a real rough day. No way. Yeah. That's terrible. My uh, body's How going through a s- lot of stuff right now. You've been in here for an hour. Yeah. So everything prior when I leave, I have like three more in me. Oh my god. Look <laughs> a way to end it. I don't even know. It was nope. between that, Goose Shoes, Goose Flues, which is, of course is, you know, when I'm sick. Yeah. Goose Clues. I would give you clues. Oh, Goose Clues. Yeah. And then I have to solve a mystery? Yeah. And then uh, Goose Kangaroos. All right.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.